often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap box. Slap box. Welcome to Slapbox Podcast. This is episode 364. I'm your host, Josh Albrecht. And I'm down here in the Slapbox Bunker Damn. with Shelly Long. And this has got to be the first time in shit, like six, seven years that you've been down here for a, a show. Maybe first time post-shit pipe. Because <laughs> there's, there's no longer shit going through a pipe by a... Uh, by our heads. <laughs> I mean, there is overhead, I guess, but you don't hear it like the like you did when there was a massive pipe in the room, like right yeah. next to us, and it really caught it on mic whenever people were shitting yeah, and flushing. It, it's a I little, mean, I guess you didn't hear like the shit going through. It's a little weird, but I, you I would hear the flushing. You'd hear something going through there, the water ejecting, the sewage out to the main line, which is unfortunate. Actually, I kind of enjoyed having the. It's like oh, and then we you know guess as to what was what it might be. Be huh, we're yeah. like oh, what you know is that a deuce? Is that a number one? Is it uno dose? What are we talking here? Deucing it up. I just always assume it's uh, a deuce. A deuce. <laughs> that there's a piece of shit just flying right by your head. Yeah, it's always in there. Uh, well, you're lucky. We uh, we had a leak going on there, uh, but right above you. That's what you uh, were saying. It's, it's gone now, but it wasn't actually the shit pipe. It was just the just a the hot water, pipe. Yeah. hot water pipe. I got you. Apparently, had a, a bit of a leak in it, so that's good. You know, I don't have any fecal matter like leaking onto me because that's like right above my couch where I sleep. So you know that you pro that's probably not good. You'd probably get E. coli or something. You know, get some pink eye. They had to put me down like in uh, South Park with Johnson and his pink eye. You know what I'm saying? Johnson. Oh, I know. Johnson. Oh, yeah, Johnson's got that pink eye again. Mm, well, apparently we're going to the fair after the, the Washington Town and Country Fair. This is a... Uh, they're celebrating 90 years, I think it is. We uh used to go to that uh, event as children. Uh... Well, I haven't been, I guess, in a, a few years. A good, like, six years or so. I don't know. It's been a while. It's, I haven't been there in a long time. Like, well over ten years. So, so yeah, it's 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 been a hot minute, as as one might say. Uh, I haven't, uh... I mean, I... Is there one in particular thing that you uh, have a fondness to have once again? Or at the fair? Go, yeah, at the I fair. I just kind of want to ride some bad rides. You just want to ride... I, uh... I um I haven't done that in a while. I'm kind of in one of those moods where, you know You wanna ride a ride? Wanna ride a ride, I guess, or if one was to collapse and kill everyone, it <laughs> really wouldn't matter to me much right now. Oh well. It's good to know you're in high spirits. <laughs> it's uh <laughs> high spirits, whatever, I'm just Yeah, uh I I uh if I'm gonna go, I I would I'm a fan of the uh, ice cream sandwich with the waffle on the outside. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I really like, which this fair doesn't necessarily have, but when you go to these types of events, it'd be fantastic to get a turkey leg. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't know if they have turkey legs. They do not. They do not. Maybe they do now. I don't know. But the last time, you know, you're I talking like Six Flags. Is yeah, what you're I'm saying. talking, like, you know, that type of amusement park situation where you could have the opportunity to to purchase a. Oh, turkey I got leg. you. You see, like a a five year old child with this massive turkey leg. Yeah, it's a lot of black people too. Not that I'm trying to you be racist. Six Flags or like what do you know <laughs> with the turkey in the, leg. in the turkey leg line? They really they they dig the turkey leg. They they've got some good tastes and stuff. I mean, chicken and waffles. Hey, pretty fucking spot on. Hey, I mean, it took it me years on. to finally have Dude, it. I lived but in the West, so chicken and waffles is. Now I've never went. Was it Roscoe's? Who's the the big name place? What Roscoe's chicken and waffles. There's that. There's the Sizzler. Is Roscoe? I've never had either. I, I mean, did. those are the. Uh, like if you were those just wanting the Applebee's to, of yes yeah there you go there you go that's the there are many other places where you can get uh, chicken and waffles yeah those are probably the most famous if you're just gonna pull up and you're a tourist you're probably gonna go there they're the McDonald's are you familiar like with Alfie's Donuts no no the, the donut it has the big donut like in L A it has the big donut on the outside it was in uh, Natural Born Killers and okay I know the sign didn't know a lot of movies you're talking Very about famous. same thing. Everybody's like, oh, you got to go to Alfie's Donuts. I went to Alfie's Donuts. It's good. But while I was there, many of the locals told me, oh. Oh, yeah. You, you know, <laughs> you should go try this. And I did. So, And it was better? Or? I don't know if it was better. It was defi- I could definitely see where, you know, people pick their favorites. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, if you want to go try chicken and waffles, go to Roscoe's. Go to Sizzler. You know. Now, is there a chicken and waffle place that you preferred better? Was there? Honestly, there was just restaurants, and I don't want to necessarily say Ma and Pa. They weren't independently like specialized owned. In... They weren't chains. Yeah. That had better chicken and waffles, <laughs> or better fish tacos, or mm. or whatever. Yeah. Mm. There's a they lot put of that. Their heart and soul into. There's it. a lot of that in Vegas, especially on the Strip, where they're like, "Oh, you got to go to this place." You know, they have the best, you know, X, or they have the best Y. Oh, I gotcha. But then, once you're there for a little bit, some of the locals will be like, no, you got to go over here, dude. I imagine it's the same way if you went to, like, Philadelphia. Somebody's going to tell you to go to this place (laughs) to get a cheesesteak. Somebody's going to be like, no, you got to go down the street to this fucking place. There's nothing but cockroaches. They have the best cheesesteak. Yeah. So, But Roscoe's is good for chicken and waffles. Be like, this is where Tom Hanks had AIDS. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, we have the Liberty Bell. <laughs> Bell. <laughs> Philadelphia. And here's the Rocky statue. Just <laughs> of a fictitious person. <laughs> hey, man, the biggest hero ever. <laughs> Philadelphia. Philadelphia, the battle rages on. <laughs> Still, like, possibly the greatest commercial they ever had on the Sound Live. Philadelphia the, action figures. The Philadelphia commercial, which I don't know if they, they have it on their You've actual cool looking, uh cool-looking ram. In this computer. Oh, game. yeah. It's cooler than mine. I, I like the lights. <laughs> is there another slot? Or is, do um, you have all three? Or is that three? What is that? I can't tell. I think, there's a, I like think there's there might be another slot. It's been a while since I really looked at it, to oh, be yeah, honest. There's, a, there's two more. We've got two more slots there, Ooh, buddy. I've got slots. I've got open slots. I've got a two-gig RAM. Yeah. I'm not using it if you want to throw it in there. I've got open slots. Just saying. <laughs> Mine's full, that's why. Yeah. I've got one two gig stick left over. Oh yeah. I was like, what the fuck was I doing? Oh yeah, I was looking up uh SNL Philadelphia. Which is a shame. I'm gonna rebuild be... that 
tower that's in my room. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna put another. Tower. Eventually, I'll put a new motherboard in it. But first, I'm gonna get a new video card and stuff. Oh man, they don't have the one. That's that's a shame. That when they have other Philadelphia. Oh, here we go. Action figures. Come on, fuckers. They don't have that yet. Damn. Yeah. They need to work on that. They've got the cow, the Mo Cowbell sketch on their S- on their YouTube page now, and a lot of the classics. But they don't have the Philadelphia action figure commercial. What the fuck, Lauren Michaels? What is going on? Maybe he wants people to forget that one. Maybe that scene is insensitive towards people with AIDS. But you look down here, there's Louis C.K. They haven't made that disappear. <laughs> he's uh, I'm surprised there's not he's a, about to have a big rebirth. I'm surprised there's not a, a, like a Harvey Weinstein on here, but no, no, I don't see that. He's got a Netflix special coming up here before too long. And yeah. the big one, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. $70 million. And it's been, what, like 30 years since he put out a special? Uh, I guess the last close to one it? was Raw. That was the last special. That was in the 80s. That he did. So we're looking at like 85, 86. Because I think Delirious. So, yeah, that would be 30 years, over 30. So. That's, uh, <laughs> I haven't even heard him <laughs> laughing like that, so I can't. Uh, classic stuff. He was, uh. If you're a fan of comedians and cars, he was just on the first episode of that new season. Yeah, I've only still only seen like one or two episodes of that. Oh, it was all right. I've just show. I've just got way too much shit that I. You know. I like that show because it's short. You can watch a couple or five. I gotcha. It doesn't take long. I went th- I went through all of Silicon Valley because it was it was short, and I really needed to get rid of the HBO and stop paying for HBO. So I'm like, those are about hurry up. And I think the watch Seinfeld really. ones. Some of them are a little longer, depending on the guest. They're about 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. That one was a little longer, the Eddie Murphy one. I like it long and uncut. But usually, if it goes longer, you're, you know, you're looking at 30 minutes, so it's not a big deal. And then, then if they oh, go gotcha. longer than 30, they'll split the episode. They'll make two out of it. Mm. Like, Ricky Gervais does that a lot. Like he'll have what, he's been on there more than once? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he did, like, more than once with some people. Yep. He's a double dipper. And he'll tell you, too. Like when he does, when he goes back, he's like, "This is our second yeah, or third he's time." Like, this is important. Like we 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 think this guy's real funny. So we're gonna double dip. We're gonna play this again. We're gonna insert again. I'm gonna get sloppy seconds for myself on Ricky Gervais. And he's had obviously he's had the whole cast of Seinfeld Seinfeld on there. So if you're a fan of that, did did uh, him and Kramer talk about or the Kramer one's weird? Yeah, like the other ones. The Jason Alexander one's a little weird too because they do this skit, and it takes up most of the the interview. Yeah. Where they do a skit where it's Jerry and George, so it's like. Did Michael Richards talk about the the did, naggers? Ep- <laughs> did, no, but they brought it up a little bit. Yeah. The event, not the actual, you know, what. And what like his kind of downfall from fall, that, like yeah, his fall from excommunicated. Grace. But did, have I told you about that episode? Like he. You told me a little he bit. He tells about it. Jerry to like pull over to this house because it's Sugar Ray Leonard's house. Yeah. He's like, I want to say hi to Sugar Ray, and then they knock on the door, and Sugar Ray doesn't live there. <laughs> it's fucking. Uh, that uh, sounds very Kramer esque. Oh, it's another stand-up comedian's house, and he had. It was just coincidental that Jerry knew the guy's agent. I can't remember the the other comedian's name, but it escapes me. <laughs> 
But, yeah, we're going to meet Sugar Ray here. But yeah, he was like, oh yeah, this is Sugar Ray Leonard's house. I've been here so many times. And the guy's like, no, this is not Sugar Ray Leonard's house. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I feel like i got to change my wallpaper. I guess my computer synced up with my laptop he, again because it's fucking... He picks him up in like an old beat up like Volkswagen bus too. Yeah. Like it's a piece of garbage. <laughs> and he's like, and for my next guest, this will fit perfect. You know, I, I don't know if you've ever really watched the show, but the intro... The, he always, you know, tries to match a car to that person. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, and this is perfect for my next guest, <laughs> Michael Richard. Does, does he ever have just a shitty car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was shitty. One, like what, it was what, literally, what was it? it was a, it was a Volkswagen bus, I believe. Nice, Some like type, a shitty one too. Yeah. Like not like even falling restored apart. Or? Yeah, like breaking down. He's had plenty of cars that have broken down. They're putting out a new bus, aren't they? Yeah, new microbus. They're like, hey, let's forget about that whole all those controversies we've had. And just, those, in in whole... fact, uh, the uh, the uh, chick from Sex in the City, uh, her Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, Sarah or... Jessica Parker. That episode, he has like this old beat up fucking uh, uh, station wagon. What's his excuse for that? That's what she had when she was a kid. Uh-huh. So he went out and got the same station wagon. Gotcha. So these aren't all cars he owns. No, in fact, I don't think he's ever, I don't think he's ever used. No, oh, really. One of his cars. Hmm. Which is smart for him, I guess. It's weird though. I mean, he owns so he many fucking own, cars. He owns like, a lot why of Porsches would he not just, too. Yeah, I mean, he owns a lot of cars, but he does own a lot of Porsches. He's a collector of Porsches. Yeah. So. And he's a collector of eighteen-year-old girls, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> no, just one. Just one. Just the just one. one. He one. doesn't just like every few years, just like you know, go to like a uh, maybe, maybe he does, but he's been high married. school prom to he's like been to I got I got to check for the next. <laughs> he's been married to the same chick since Seinfeld, so. <clears throat> so I guess she's older now. She was eighteen when he. he well, that's her. not the same. Not the same girl. <laughs> <laughs> I think he fucked an eighteen-year-old. That's basically I'm what happened. I'm pretty sure he married an eighteen-year-old. I knew that they were engaged. I don't know if they got married or not. But uh, you yeah. know. Regardless, she's legal, I guess. <laughs> well, no, I guess. I mean, she was. <laughs> she's paper legal. Yeah, I don't know when he started seeing her, but. <laughs> she's eighteen. Was he friends with Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> did he? Did he go on the Lolita I can't Express? Remember what she was too? She was something. A was high not, schooler. Well, yeah, but. <laughs> I don't even think she was that, to be honest. With you. I think she was the I mean, actor or something like that. You're not curing cancer at 18. She, um, she was. I don't remember what she. I'd have to look. But. I mean, I guess King Tut did a lot by the age of 10. And I think I've looked this up before. I mean, I know I have, so I'm not even sure. I'd have to double check again, but I, I, I'm pretty sure she was some type of actor or whatever. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I, she just became just Jerry Seinfeld's wife afterwards, right? And that's what I I don't know if they got married or not. I I know he's been married to this chick since the show, so since the like the end. What the fuck is my caps lock on for? <laughs> he's like yelling, <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld. Very excited about that. Oh, I didn't want it in YouTube. Want it on Google, man? Oh, yeah. Clearly, I don't use this computer much. There we go. They were married in 99. Her name is Jessica Seinfeld. Huh. Is it the same chick? I'm pretty sure. Um, 
She's put out cookbooks. In June 98, she married... Oh, she married somebody else in 98 and then married Jerry in 99. I guess it is the same. Okay. What the hell, man? She was a... Do-do-do... Was she 18? No, maybe not. I don't even think she was 18 either, but... Like, I mean, I think she was older. Like, I don't yeah, think she was... Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, she was born in 71. They got married in 99, so she would have been older than that. Older than But he was at least seeing an 18-year-old. Yeah. Or more than one 18-year-old. I don't remember how many it was. I guess they've been together for a while. Uh, he was at least engaged to that one girl. I was 18. I, See, know I don't I've think so. I, that's what I mean. I don't think he was. He might have seen 18-year-old, but... If you, I've listened to him on a lot of podcasts, dude. Well, I mean, it may be something he doesn't really. <laughs> no, I mean, he's a pretty honest, open guy. I just don't think he was. I think a lot of that is nonsense. Much like, we'll say, Richard Gere. Oh, when he was 30, 39, he dated a 17 year old. That's the, yeah, that's right. There's the. But I, I'm pretty sure that's it. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. it. There wasn't... Hopefully. Even if it wasn't, it's no... You know, I, I really don't care, but I think a lot of that story just got blown completely out of proportion. Yeah. Like I said, much like those things do, but... I I felt like they at least got engaged. Shoshana was her name. That that's makes me right. think... Uh, yeah. uh, Inglorious Bastards. Bastards. Shoshana. <laughs> Did she escape the Nazis, too? I mean, she was a little young for that, but maybe there was a, a branch of Nazis in New York that, that did were... She, did, did she inherit a theater? <laughs> maybe she went to DACA like I did, but only didn't get to leave. <laughs> they they closed it down just for her. Do-do-do. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't... Yeah, me reading isn't very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I It's fucking me up my wallpaper here. I did have a different wallpaper on this computer, but I guess it synced up with my laptop again because my laptop has got the same wallpaper on it, which is really fucking me up right now because <laughs> I don't know if you know who that is or can tell who that is. That's Gregory Rasputin. <laughs> oh, I could not tell. You can tell by the eyes. <laughs> I, I was w- watching after I came back from Russia. I, well, not too long ago, but I've, uh, I had the one tour with Vlad... Vladimir, uh, it was really cool, and uh, he told me about uh, this BBC doc on Rasputin and, and him getting murdered and such. So I finally got around to watching that doc, and then I was just like looking up picture, cool pictures of Rasputin, and I put it up as my wallpaper. Well, I didn't want it on this big monitor. Now I've got re- like multiple Rasputins just staring at me as we're talking here. I'm just looking <laughs> into Rasputin's eyes. Now I don't, I don't know if I should have sex with this his dead carcass or maybe like try to take over Russia I'm not really sure I don't know I don't know maybe try to convince them that I'm somehow related to the Romanovs and that uh, <laughs> Putin's gotta go to put <laughs> that'll totally work right <laughs> though it's proven now that all the uh, Romanovs family that Tsar Nicholas's children were, were murdered <laughs> they've, they've you know yeah DNA is proven that Anastasia did get murdered. <laughs> what a shame. What a shame. There was a few people that came out, though, and said, like, hey, 
I don't think I would want to do that, though. I mean, all the history... Russia's got a dark history, especially when it comes to the royal family, man. I wouldn't want to go, hey, guess what? This family that's got an obscenely large fortune. Yeah, I'm coming back to reclaim that. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to take over the country, you know. I don't think they're going to appreciate that too much. Even nowadays. I mean, Putin's known for poisoning people or just imprisoning them for life. For little shit. (laughs) You go like, oh, yeah, I should be the next Russian czar. (laughs) I feel like that may not go over so well. But it would be an easy way to get rich if I was just happened to be part of the Russian sure. yeah. you know, fam- royal family, which they were related to a lot of the uh, British royal family too, which he could have, Tsar Nicholas could have just gone to England. He could have left Russia and then probably, you know, survived the Russian Revolution. <laughs> Who knows, maybe he'd been able to come back, but... No, no. He uh, decided to stick around, and that turned out to be a not-so-great idea. Didn't work out for Rasputin, either. (laughs) Supposedly a British guy helped murder him. That's what uh, the doc that the tour guide was telling me about, the BBC documentary, that uh, because they wanted Russia out of World War I, and killing Rasputin was going to help that, so... That's why they said the British, the MI6, helped assassinate him. I watched uh, a special last night on, uh, basically it was like the making of Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. It was pretty cool. They were talking about what was real and what wasn't, all that. Did they talk about the scene where they just shoot Hitler? Yeah. Yeah? Where they were like, this is the coolest <laughs> shit to ever film. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it was like a behind the scenes, behind the scenes. I feel of. like they probably did like different ideas, like how they were going to kill Hitler, and then like probably filmed <laughs> at least like three or four different ways. They uh, apparently he hired uh, uh, Craig Nicotero and Tom Savini to come up with like all these like bodies, you know, basically yeah, mutilated mutilated Hitler. Hitlers and everything else, but then. Uh, Fucking Walking Dead. Greg Nicotero, I think, also worked on Pulp Fiction. Yeah, the he Walking did the, Dead. The Marvin. Uh, Walking Dead corpse. sued uh, Quentin Tarantino. But why did they sue him? Apparently, like you're allowed to talk to people if they're working on like another production, or whatever. But you have to do it through proper channels, and he didn't yeah. do it that way. And so the people that worked on Grateful Dead or, or Grateful, Grateful Dead. Grateful Dead. <laughs> the Grateful Greg Nicotero Tara. is uh, yeah. touring with the Grateful Dead these days. Uh, the Walking Dead. Which there's what, like maybe one alive original member at this yeah. point? I don't know. The drummer, I think, that's it. <laughs> oh, no, there's a couple, but yeah, anyway, they he Tarantino just dropped it and they nothing happened, but Nothing happens. Like a lot of he had a lot of ideas for that movie that never well, most of his movies, he's got all kind. Of, like Django, apparently was supposed to be a lot. To, he was going to have a lot more people involved in that. I was just reading about the. There's a huge. They didn't show it. I'm going to try and find it eventually. It'll be online somewhere. But there's apparently a big fucking uh, scene from Once Upon a Time with Tim Roth that he had to cut out. Mm-hmm. And Tim Roth is in the credits. So. So instead of being eight hours long, it could have been <laughs> <Yeah>. nine hours long. <laughs> 
But I was listening to Tim Roth, and uh, he was saying, you know, they spent a week doing this fucking scene and everything else, and it eventually got cut out of the movie, but he kept him in the credits. I feel like he must have filmed shit for, like, three years. <laughs> you know, and I, I thought that, too, but, I mean, I, I remember when I was in Vegas when he made the announcement because he shot... They were filming? Yeah, he shot pieces of it in the desert there. Not much. Just some exteriors, but, I mean... That was, I mean, that was like two years ago. So, yeah. Who knows how long, you know, <laughs> pre-production, but yeah, it's a long, long movie. It is, and like I said, I've watched it a few times now, and I picked up on some other stuff. Like I said, there is long t- to me the Lancer thing. That's the biggest problem for me. Like, if you want to show him doing these shows or whatever, but the Lancer thing, like, you're literally showing me another movie being made inside a movie about a movie. Like, it's so yeah, fucking... there's, there's no point to it. Yeah. They'll go for long scenes in it, too. And, and then, it's like, like, if you listen to, like, him or other people talk about it, they're like, but all those people were real. Apparently, he was the only fake one in the Lancer scene. Everyone else, the, everybody else in that scene was a real person. Like, and who cares? Like, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> <laughs> who cares that, like, and literally, like, when they said that guy's name, I can't remember, the Sergio, whatever his name was, the second best spaghetti western oh, director. yeah, yeah. He's a real guy, and he was yeah. the second best. So, I mean, a lot of that movie is that. So people are trying to dissect it, and apparently in that Lancer scene everybody's and i'm like who cares like who cares that the producer or the director was a real guy it's a fucking it's a it's an extra it's an extra (laughs) (laughs) it's It's not like you got the real person the the character was an actual person in real life it's so a lot of that is just i'm like okay i get that but and there's like and i get that's what makes it a fairy tale like that's not lost on me either that you're taking a lot of this reality and mixing it with this Rick Dalton, and I—I I mean, honestly, I thought it was—I thought the Bruce Lee scene was funny, but apparently, a lot of people are losing their <laughs> shit over it. But it was funny, but I also see how it just looks like Bruce Lee was a. <laughs> I guess, but you also have to look at it in the fact that the whole movie, I guess, in a whole, is that you know the new is in the old is out and that's what that scene is even though bruce lee gets put into that fucking car like his life goes on he becomes a famous person cliff booth who the fuck you know like nobody knows i know he's fictitious i get it but within the context of that reality he's gonna go on to be a nobody you know bruce lee is you know and that's what that is whole movie is about to me is quentin tarantino's like well, I guess I'm done making movies, so I made this fucking thing. <laughs> it's his clockwork, man. He just references himself. Like, he references his own situation because he's basically on the way out as far as he looks at it. He and, references himself in every movie, though. <laughs> but, I mean, this one is ultimate. It's an ultimate reference, dude. It's blatant. Just like yeah. just like clockwork where he Stanley Kubrick refer, blatantly references himself where he puts his own movies, his own soundtracks in there yeah. and all that stuff. And that's all this movie is. But I really think the end, like the last 20 minutes is probably if, you know, one of the best endings ever and not because of the spoiler, it gets pretty violent and brutal and not even because of that, because I do like that fairy tale ending. There is something to me that 
that likes the fact that Sharon Tate didn't get stabbed 100 and something fucking times. But I don't feel like we needed to watch her go into movie theater and watch a movie with herself. No, but again, I'll take that scene over a lot of the other ones. Like that one's short. You know, you could have just, that one's fine to leave in. We don't need a 20 minute long scene or a 30 minute long scene of fucking Leonardo DiCaprio as another guy making a shitty movie. <laughs> Yeah, there. I mean, there's so many. There's more, like more than one show he's in, and two and movies, and then you get like a scene from that, which there's no context. Of, of, there's no. Now that I've watched it a couple times, like the scene with uh, Al Pacino. Yeah. Like he completely tells you the end of the movie. Yeah. In that scene, he tells you what's gonna happen. He basically tells you the whole movie. He's like, you're gonna, you know, you should, you don't have to be the bad guy. He's like, you can be the the good guy. Have the Batman music, and all of that stuff happens. I mean, I didn't realize it. Yeah. When we were watching it in the theater, I guess. But then I watched it here. I was like, okay, that's the Batman music that's playing while they're taking out. Yeah. Members of the so-called Manson family. The Manson family. Which I didn't realize that that. I guess I was just so, in shock by what I'd just seen. That I didn't realize that uh, the the Uma or the uh, the Uma Thurman's daughter, the, the one that she plays, I didn't realize that she drove off. Yeah, in real life, apparently. In yeah. real life, yeah, she <laughs> she goes. It wasn't quite as fast as that, though. No, in real life. But then, uh, did she? Was she also involved in the uh, Tate LaBianca murders, though? That her. Yeah, the the one that drove off. No, that's what I mean. She actually she did drive off that night. Yeah, I know, but so, I mean that was on different nights, right? No, no, no. Like they, he kind of messes up the storyline a little bit. Like, actually, when he goes to the house, I believe it's the day before. Well, I guess Tate the, the Tate murders and then yeah. In the LaBianca, or, you know, who committed the? That's the number one. <laughs> <laughs> if you know about the LaBianca murders, I'm gonna guess that you probably know <laughs> <laughs> who did it. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, and I guess that's the other thing about the movie too. Not that you're completely lost. I think the movie kind of loses you. It does a good job of losing you anyway. But it's definitely he made it for himself, or he made it for people yeah. that have an interest in that story where I think a lot of his movies are a much more broad stroke when you take Inglorious Bastards which is kind of the same type of movie where he gives you an alternate ending to a you know that reality yeah I think Inglorious Bastards is a better movie but yeah I I think it's my the new one is my least favorite like it's got its moments but I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm just not. Yeah, saying I'm not it's saying. Like I'm the, not saying it's a bad. I, th- I probably did that night. I would have definitely said it was a horrible movie. It's way too fucking long, and I I I don't want to watch it again. <laughs> I just there's parts of it I just don't get like, and maybe because I didn't grow up in Hollywood. Maybe and honestly, maybe that's why. You know, maybe that's just something. I don't that, even think it's that. Just that I don't get. It's just that I'm like I don't find it necessary for me to. Well. Okay, so I get maybe it's more that, but like the when he's narrating a lot of that stuff about Rick Dalton, that's the stuff I don't get. Like we, you could assume that. Okay, you know that he's aged out in that time, so we kind of know. 
okay, maybe we didn't know that he hosted Hullabaloo, but we understand that that's the way it was going. <laughs> we get it. He was a big, you could have summed that up real quickly. Quick, yeah. Especially if you're going to, that's another thing too. Like he had parts where. And I get, it's all a buildup. It's all a buildup if you know what's going to happen that night. Yeah. But who gives a fuck about Rick Dalton? Like, he doesn't even make them... Like, they're both anti-heroes, I guess. Like, Brad Pitt is really the star of that movie. And if you yeah. haven't seen it, spoiler. So, they basically changed the course... He changed the course of history. He gives Sharon Tate a fairy tale ending, right? He gives them all. The only people that die are the members of the Manson family. <laughs> It was on different nights. They uh, killed the Tates. The, yeah, the I just Sharon don't Tate know first, if, and then August tenth. I just don't know if I just don't know if she was there for both, or, both or what. That particular <laughs> night, the Tate murder, she did did leave. You're like, yeah, yeah, it's never the. Uh... <clears throat> but I get. I guess my problem with that is, so he goes like this. Rick Dalton character goes out. And he hears this loud piece of shit car, and it's a few members of the Manson family. Okay, the ones that are going to eventually have the Tate murder, the Tate fucking Abigail Folger murder here. And he yells at him, basically, "Get the fuck out of here!" He's kind of an old man, you know. You're on my lawn. This is loud. This is annoying. You're garbage. I'm better than you. This is the Hollywood yeah. Hills. Get the fuck out. And that's what he kind of yells at him. And through that, they decide that. You know, when they figure out that that's Rick Dalton. <laughs> Fucking let's kill him instead. <laughs> like, <laughs> I I just think it's funny that like the whole point of killing Polanski, which they didn't know they were going to kill Polanski, to be fair. Yeah. They thought they were going to kill what? Uh, uh, which Wilson? I can't yeah. remember now. Well, uh, yeah, but I don't know in real. Well, in real life, that's not what they, who they thought lived there, though, was it? Yeah, I th- no, because like he was friends with. But I thought they thought somebody else lived in the. House. Well, and he goes there because that was in the movie. He said they asked if like, uh, and I'm, in real life too, that's where he went to meet him. Now, I didn't think they were actually looking to murder him. I don't know if they were looking to murder him. My point is, is. In the book, Helter Skelter, that's what he says, is we will kill everyone in that house because they're famous. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, they got famous people, so, I mean, that was... (laughs) They did do that. But the movie's a little loose with when he goes to the house, like, Jay, whatever his name is, tells him they don't live here anymore. Oh, they because uh, Melcher lived there. Uh, Mel, who the fuck was Mel, whoever the hell Melcher was? <clears throat> I don't remember who Melcher was. Yeah, whether or not he Dennis Wilson, whether or not he actually thought Dennis Wilson lived there or not, I don't know. But he had been to that house with Dennis Wilson before. Yeah, he'd been there, but it was some place where Melcher, some Melcher guy. That might be the producer. Mm. 
you know, Dennis actually liked Manson. It was the other Beach Boys that didn't like him. Yeah, I've, I've read that, and I've also, I mean, I've read a few things about that, too, so whether, I, I mean, I don't I watched know. a weird thing. There was an interview with Manson's son. Like, uh, <laughs> it, w- it was a little strange. Like, he didn't grow up knowing at no, first. Yeah, yeah. Who's, uh, who's his mom, by any chance? I can't remember. She, I don't think she was part of the Manson family. She was like she went to jail for robbery or something like that. She was a convict of some sort. Uh, maybe she was part of the Manson family at some point, but uh, it it was weird because when he starts talking about it, it's talking about him kind of Manson like he's a horrible person, but in the end he's like defending him and stuff. No, it was weird. I guess it's his dad. <laughs> okay, I mean. It's weird though, cause like he's kind of he grew up like up north, so he's got kind of that accent. But you can also kind of hear his voice is kind of similar to Charlie <laughs> Manson. <laughs> he doesn't really look; he kind of looks like him. It's weird. He's a uh, he's got a, a bit of the northern accent. He I don't remember if it was North Dakota somewhere somewhere up north. They like kind of hit him away, like uh, it was uh, his mother's parents, I guess, that raised him or something like that. Gotcha. And uh, apparently they told him from the get-go, like, who his father was. Like, didn't try to hide it. They didn't, uh, like, he didn't read Helter Skelter for a long time or really know anything about the murders. That, I mean, you know, I've, I've said that before. That book is, it's an interesting read, but it's also written by Vincent Buliosi is the guy's name, the guy that put Manson away. That's who wrote the book. So it, it it's definitely... Uh, biased. Biased, Yeah. And not that I want to defend him, but I mean, I guess, you know, he went to court, you know, he kind of screwed himself. He definitely had a a defense, but he wanted to be his own fucking lawyer and all that. So, yeah, (laughs) you're saying Manson? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I mean, his biggest defense was, you know, he wasn't fucking there. It's pretty strong defense. <laughs> but he's just a crazy person, so... Yeah, he, the dude was clearly crazy. Like, he had some kind of mental disorder. I can't remember. I think it was... He only spent just a handful of years out. Out of, pri- yeah. of prison, yeah. He went to so prison young. Young. And he was basically... He lived the life of Orange is the New Black. <laughs> Though I'm thinking the prisons he is, he was in were probably worse. Well, not for him, to be fair. Well, once once he became fam- once the murders happened. Well, I mean, even before then, we're looking at most of his life was in juvenile detention. Yeah. And then he went to jail, and then he went to you know a federal penitentiary. So I mean, most of his life was detained, but as a young man, you know, you're not in prison, so. Once he actually got to prison. Once the murders happened, I think they kept him by himself. Self. That's what I really... mean. Like, he was, he was by himself for that long, too. <clears throat> that didn't But you already take crazy motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're already that crazy. Now you're secluded. <laughs> Probably eating his own shit. <laughs> then you get all those weird motherfuckers like that woman that tried to marry him. They did or get did, married. Did they get yeah, married? They, they did get married, yeah. And then uh, people wanted to buy his ashes and stuff yeah. and like turn his head and weird shit. 
Well, I mean, you know, uh, for whatever reason, uh, Axl Rose, you know, kind of gave him a rebirth there, too. What did Axel do? He wore that shirt. What's, what shirt? The It was just a Charles, Charles Manson shirt. It was just oh, a yeah. shirt. He had it made that just had Charles Manson on it. And then it... Motley Crue actually recorded one of his songs, too, yeah. back in the 80s, so... After that, that shirt, that everything, that picture just became super iconic. It was on everything. It just exploded. Yeah. A lot of people have made money off his image. Oh, yeah. And I guess that's ultimately what I was getting to. Which is kind of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people can make money off Hitler's image. image. Because, like, which, fun fact is he was one of the first people ever, possibly the first person ever to pretty much copyright his own image and make money off his well, while he was alive know, he it's it that stuff's always going to happen you know the stuff with manson especially from the the time that it happened that culture and everything well, i mean hitler was the first person to like copyright no i know but image. what i'm saying is the manson thing the counterculture behind it was bound to happen you know had it not been axel rose it was bound to happen so that trend was definitely coming into play they could have picked a dip better icon <laughs> I, what's funny to me is that <laughs> is that people that you know and in like the early 90s a lot a lot of uh, serial killer stuff got released got put out there yeah and people really got into it and people started to study it so I always think it's funny that he's the serial killer like he's always put out there in the in the and I'm like well, I mean I guess but not really. Yeah, he's not really a CR <laughs> killer. Well, they think he might have actually physically killed one person, person but they yeah. never uh, proved it or anything. It just, it's funny to me that he's the you got to kill the echelon, three, the king of you got to kill three. And even if you watch like uh, Natural Born Killers, there's the scene where uh, he's interviewing Woody Harrelson, you know, fucking Robert Downey Jr.'s character. Yeah, Wayne Gale interviewing fucking Woody Harrelson. And he's, they're talking about that. He's like, so the ratings, he's like, you know, did I beat so-and-so? And he's like, oh, yeah, shattered him. This guy? Oh, yeah. What about Manson? Nope. Can't beat the king, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you look at it, too, like, it had he not hit in the 60s, like, had it been even the 70s, like, I don't think it would have been. I guess that's my point. I think it was because it was just, like, the first time something like that had to happen especially to somebody and the fact that he murdered so many really famous people, yeah, people like Sharon yeah. Tate had it been normal people they murdered and stuff it probably wouldn't have made such big headlines and it just nowadays if that would come out like oh we would just see like oh this person is just clearly crazy crazy, yeah, it's crazy person. like the Colorado shooter basically like the same like that dude was same kind of crazy <laughs> the saturation is <laughs> like, different too you know we all hear it at the same moment yeah well, also now it's just like, oh, somebody else killed a bunch of people. Yeah, well, there is that, but there is also <laughs> the fact that everyone hears it at the same time. So you're you're all basically getting that story at once versus the trickle-down effect, you know? Yeah. Where it's like Manson's story became mythical, you know? It's like I'm sure it got blown way out of proportion. That, and there wasn't as much news out there. Now we're, yeah. we've got so much news yeah. that, like, yeah. a story like that would be... Let's always say, you know, the, the whole reason over like, behind so fast. things like the Electoral College was because... You know, your news was, you could only get as far as you could throw a newspaper, so. Yeah. We're, we're way beyond that. 
with like the the week of the Manson murders. Like this is pretty fucking crazy. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. And then by two weeks later, like who? Who's who? Charlie Manson? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Oh, that crazy guy. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. We don't talk about the fucking uh, movie theater, you know, the Batman, the Joker killer yeah. anymore. So uh, just, Holmes or whatever the fuck, the fuck his, name his name was. was. Yeah, he was clearly a crazy guy. Yeah. <laughs> Which, earlier we were at the landing in Washington, Missouri. No, I don't care about viruses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting alerts on my computer. Uh, the Today, it was today, was it today or was it last night? What's that? Today, as we're recording this, uh, someone passed away that, like, two reason for two reasons, uh, two things that he was that I, oh. I dislike. Uh, mainly, I mean, he was a billionaire. <laughs> oh, yeah, and he was a pedophile, too. But, uh, Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> mainly billionaire. Mainly billionaire. <laughs> let's face let's, let's get real. <laughs> That's just disgusting. No one should be a billionaire. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, no, like he killed himself, I guess. Uh, I don't know this morning or last night. I don't know what what the timeline is on that. But we were at the landing, eating food, and he was there. And it dude looked like Jeffrey Epstein. It was fucking my shit. I would as soon as I realized it, I was like I kept went just unintentionally looking over in that direction. Like God, fuck, it's Jeffrey Epstein over there. That's really freaking me out. <laughs> it was a little. Freaky. I think maybe he faked it. He's got enough money. He could have just, like, paid somebody to die in a cell. You do need to check out uh, <laughs> the fucking... Uh, now I'm queuing on Bill Maher from last night. You'll love it, dude. Yeah? Does he uh, have Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> well, no, but he has Steve Mnuchin on there. And this he is- just goes, like, full fucking... Like, just full on, dude. He is just, like, yelling at people. Next. He's like, look, like, Donald Trump's my buddy. Like, of course I'm going to defend him. Does he do stupid shit all the time? Yeah. But I'm sure your friends do stupid shit all the time. Steve Mnuchin does stupid, stupid shit, shit all the, all the time, time, too. <laughs> I don't know why he wouldn't give, even give the guy a platform. It's weird when I watch... Because it's Bill he, Maher, though. He produced yeah. a bunch of shit in Hollywood, and it's weird when I see a movie now and I see his name at the beginning of a fuck... Because before the Trump administration, I don't know what fuck Steve Mnuchin was. I know who he is now. I heard him on... Uh, uh, was, uh, was the... God damn it! The guy from NBC it was on his podcast. He does uh, Meet the Press. Oh, uh, Chris. Uh, yeah. Hardball. Uh, Chris Hardball. <laughs> Chris Matthews. Chris Matthews. We're gonna play uh, time for Hardball. I can't do a. I'd have to listen to Matthews. But yeah, it was. It was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> he had some Me Too stuff. Oh, a little bit, didn't he? Uh, like there was some stuff saying that he did some inappropriate there, things yeah, some that kind of disappeared real fast. Fast, yeah. <laughs> there was a, <laughs> quite a few of them out there, and then it was just like some of them you just heard of for like a week, and then it was just like it was just real quickly they just <laughs> shut, shut up, just shut down. You got to wonder, like, do they have enough money to make it disappear, or was there just not as much there? Because like it sounded like it was some kind of bad stuff, but then like and like he brought up the you know. They, it, of course, he was the, uh, I like to call the control on Mar. Yeah. He was the representative for the Republican <laughs> side. But And then he had, you know, two staunch fucking liberals. Well, I guess a staunch liberal and then a fucking Democrat. And the chick, I can't remember her name, but, you know, she's just like yelling at Steve Mnuchin the whole time. And he's like, I don't know what the fuck your problem is. He's like, I haven't done any of this. He's like, 
He's know? taking a lot of taxpayer money, like on private jets. Well, it, and... it was some of the stuff that she was yelling about. That he was like, yeah. you know, he's like, I know Donald Trump, but you know, like, come on, lady, like, he's actually he's been one of the worst for taking taxpayer money. Yeah. Then like, but they that here lately they haven't talked about it much. But I know, and his wife is like taking a lot of money from like doing trips like that and just flaunting it on Instagram <laughs> rubbing it in our face that she's taking our but tax no, she money was, this yeah. chick was being really kind of ridiculous you know basically it was everything that Trump you know everything that the administration's doing like with the the border and everything you know she was like you need to call him and tell him to do something well, he, I mean, yeah he doesn't and he's just like I mean, he's like what what are you talking about like what do you think I'm gonna do Steve Miller's the one that's telling him <laughs> to do that that's you're talking to the wrong Steve <laughs> You gotta talk and that's to what the- he was telling her. He's like, look, if your friend was doing something retarded, like, he's like, I've talked to, he's like, I talked to my friend. He's like, he, you know, I talked to the president. He's like, if your friend's doing something retarded, he's like, you call him up and you tell him your opinion. He's like, I tell him my opinion all the time. He goes, but, you know, he goes, a lot of people do, but look around. Yeah. <laughs> I highly doubt Steve Mnuchin, though, is like, you know what? <laughs> I doubt he's the one with the morals in there. No, I don't. He's yeah. not saying that he is, but he's just he's telling this chick like, you know, I get you're upset. He goes, but you know, he's the one. You know, like, it doesn't matter what people tell him. Like, people tell him shit all the time. He, yeah. And he even said it. He goes, obviously, unless you get on Fox News, he is never going to hear you. <laughs> Apparently, he does watch CNN because he does bitch about them a lot and what they're airing. <laughs> I get. I mean, I think I don't know. I mean, he definitely, like I can tell by his tweets. He, I mean, obviously watches Fox News because he blatantly just copies. Well, yeah, a lot of the stuff they say. CNN, I think, is more of a secondhand thing for him. I think somebody probably comes. He's like in there, hate watching. Yeah, or they'll come in there and be like, "So and so just said this on CNN." Well, yeah, I think he watches any time anybody talks he talks about, about like, and then they the, turn it on, and yeah. I think it's probably on all the time on mute. <laughs> And then, oh, it's a story on me. Yeah, Let's see exactly. what they're saying. Like here, they you know turn it up, turn it up. Oh, hold on, I don't care about the security <laughs> briefing. Yeah. Hold on, <laughs> Tapper's talking about me again. Unless it's Don Lemon, because he can't for some <laughs> he reason can't listen to the black guy. Listen to Don Lemon, <laughs> and, and, and I love. What, have you ever seen that chart that they put up on CNN? I so I it shows so, all no. the CNN anchors. Yeah, and they're all white. Yeah, except for Don Lemon, and they're like, I wonder, like. What he has a problem with? <laughs> and Don Lemon will be like, you know, I keep looking at this chart. Maybe CNN has a problem. <laughs> Could be. I mean, I can't think of any other CNN anchor that's uh black or gay. So. I was gonna say. Well, there's the one gay guy. Uh, Is there another gay guy? Well, there, well, just one gay guy. I'm just saying. Well, is no. Well, there's Anderson Cooper, and then there's oh, the no, other no, guy. Oh no, I forgot there's, about Anderson. There's Anderson Cooper, and then there's the other guy. Uh, can't remember his name. He's the heavy set guy. Pretty sure he's is he swings it. I think. Huh. I don't know. I knew about Anderson. I just forgot about Anderson Cooper. So we've got Anderson Cooper, Don Lemon, and a fat guy. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> he's not, not bad. Like a beastly fat. That's he's not just, bad. Yeah, though. Like, I mean, <laughs> CNN is like that's a white guy, a black guy. <laughs> no, they they don't have like Hispanic or they do have uh, what's his face? That's uh, was he from India or whatever? Fareed. Oh, uh, Fareed Zakaria. Zakaria, yeah. They that guy. They also have uh, 
the chick Navarro who comes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there is some <laughs> diversity, a lot more than Fox News. There is, I guess so. I didn't really think. <laughs> I totally forgot about Anderson Cooper, but I don't watch Anderson Cooper. So, well, you know, he I think he's still really killed, even though he's on like sixty minutes and stuff now, or at least he was. I don't know if he still is. Is he? I don't know if he is or not. I know he's still on CNN. So, but. When he did the daytime talk show, I think that really kind of killed. Like, oh, yeah. Do you remember The Mole? No. So that was like his big break. Yeah. He did that reality TV show. He was the host of I kind of remember the, the show, Mole. but I never watched it. So, yeah. I think it did one But he season. was like serious news guy, and then all of a sudden he's doing a daytime, and he was doing the news at the same time. I was like. That's why, I mean, like, <laughs> none of, I mean, a lot of CNN isn't news, I guess, but. <laughs> There's certain ones that I'll watch and certain ones well, I don't. 60 Minutes so. sure is. 60 Minutes. And he was on there like, fuck, man. But I don't watch him on CNN. Yeah. For when it's a little earlier than you I... You don't watch the 360. I don't tune in, I guess. I, He's an attractive fellow. I typically... when I By the time I get to CNN, usually it's, uh, it's prime time with uh, Cuomo. <laughs> and then I get Don Lemon. <laughs> if, I, if I hit it during the day, I usually hit the blonde chick. I know there's a million of them, but... I can't remember her name. Not Kate, but the other one. Uh, Brooke? Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember what her last name is. It eludes me. I always miss Kate, and she's the hot one. I'm like, oh, I miss Kate. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I caught Brooke, was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. And she was, you know, crying over the... She's like, my boss called me and told me I had to cover a story. He told me I had to go to Ohio. <laughs> Or no, this is how she said, you have to go cover uh, a mass shooting. And I had to say, which one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm laughing at it. it uh, I mean, it, it happens sad. every fucking... It, I know. <laughs> and she's right. She's right. It was just... Well, I mean, the knee-jerk reaction to it, I was like, oh my I can, God. I can understand, too, why she would be upset. She actually has to go, go. and talk yeah. to these families that have had their families murdered and shit. I can see how that, no matter how many I, times I do you do it, it's not yeah. easy. But for us, we don't have to deal with the victims or anything and like, like you that. Said, it's, it's just every another day fucking now. day. It's just like, oh, well, Tuesday. I, I can't believe that dude in Springfield, Missouri, 20-year-old guy. It's, it doesn't sound like he had a Russian last name, but like he went into Walmart. He had full-on body armor, uh, an AR-15 strapped to his chest. Like, some kind of gloves, I think, on, too. But then he walks in there, and he wanted his sister to film him. And he didn't... He According to him, he didn't want to kill anybody. He just wanted to show to see if they really res- respected the Second Amendment. Amendment, yeah. <laughs> and his wife and his sister told him this was a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, I, he had to have known that people are going to think he's there to shoot up the place. Oh, I mean, I would imagine... You don't go around with an assault rifle strapped to your chest with body armor, looking like you're going into a war zone, just to go. Oh no, I'm just, uh, I'm just uh, exercising my rights I'm here. Just uh, looking after the Second Amendment. Yeah, here with you my go. My body armor, which is clearly stated in the Second Amendment. I'm white, guys. Come on, come on. You can't do anything until I start killing people. That's the rules. That's the rules. That's the rules. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, my my week has been kind of interesting. Just doing a lot of news dump. I'm going into yeah months behind, I guess. And not really, 
It's like a soap opera. I'm behind, yeah, but I mean, it really it, wasn't. Yeah, it's Days of Our Lives. Yep. It's basically the same, same shit, shit over and over same again. Same shit. Same shit. And you don't find out, like, the, the really horrible stuff is really the stuff that's not, like, being pushed in the news either. Either, yeah. I mean, I watch a lot of, I guess, what people would call fringe news. I watch Alex Vice Jones or PBS NewsHour, British News, uh... You know, I well, I, haven't, I haven't gone on Vice's website in a long time. I go to the app, but Vice like their their website might Vice still is have getting like uh, ridiculous now. Too, they used though. to have a lot like constantly do stuff on Ukraine, which I haven't. Maybe they do on their website still, but they had uh, Simon Ostrovsky, I think is his name. He was the one that got kidnapped in Ukraine, and, and there's still shit going on in Ukraine. Ukraine but yeah. I haven't. Uh, I don't know if he's still covering. It's weird because I watch the I watch you know world news i guess or news from around the world and then you kind of watch american media or whatever and it is just i found out about the guy so in springfield from bbc yeah, it's so <laughs> different it's so different like i was watching the last john oliver and he's talking about the best laws and stuff. the best part i saw on that was when he started out talking about prison and the, <laughs> that clip of Bill Cosby. <laughs> oh fuck! Now I got I got to play that Bill Cosby clip. Uh, even though was, you won't be able fantastic. to hear it, but j- holy shit, the audio of that is just—it's the best. You're gonna <laughs> go to jail. <laughs> uh, I wonder what it must be like to be Bill Cosby's cellmate. <laughs> like that? Like? Does he have one? I don't know. I would think so. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. It would seem to me that they wouldn't. It's probably but, in a. I mean, the crime would suggest to me that he's not in like why. a blue collar. Yeah. If he was like, oh, here we go. Damn it! Hold on, right now, see Rudy, you got to put the put the put the pop, the pop, the pop. All right, here we go. All of those people who are in prison right now. We're kids once, just like you. We went to school and they had girlfriends, boyfriends. Damn, is that not the right one? Baseball, rode their bikes, just like you. Just like you. And then somewhere along the way, they did something wrong, something dumb. Maybe it was <laughs> getting mixed up with a bad crowd, or maybe it was shoplifting or stealing a car. Whatever it was, it probably started small, became bigger. Maybe they even got away with it at first and thought they'd never get caught. They were wrong. Now they were wrong. They're in prison. Now, prison isn't any fun and it isn't any joke, so play it straight, gang. That way you'll get where you want to go, not where you don't. Right? Right. Apparently you should have taken that advice there, Bill. You should have you should have played it straight like you did the Cosby show. And then you still be you know, with the lazies. Yep. Maybe when he was saying play it straight, he just meant don't, you know, don't taste the sausage. Maybe he hadn't done it yet. No, because I get the impression from that bit from the 60s or 70s on his comic, uh, his CD, his album that he put out where he jokes about oh, drugging okay. women. Oh, yeah. There was the uh, Spanish Fly, if you look up Bill Cosby's uh, Spanish I, I Fly. Guess I, am, I guess now that you mention that, yeah, I do remember the... Uh and he bit. blatantly jokes about it. I didn't realize it. it. I I guess I didn't realize it was that old, the bit itself. But yeah, it was. Uh, I don't remember what. Uh, that was a. Uh, that was a long time, and like I'm surprised it took that long. 1969. 
was when that bit came out. And the whole bit is about drugging women. You know what else that happened in 1969? Manson. Rick Dalton was on Lancer. You see, me and Rick Dalton. Cliff Booth. We used to hang out with the juice. <laughs> we go over to the game, go see the Buffalo Bills to hang out with the juice. Rick Dalton. Then <laughs> we get some Spanish flies to get released. It was all the rage back then. You see, Rudy. Rudy. <sighs> yeah. Good times, though. Good times. Good times. Great, great days. Great, great time we live in. Rick There's Dalton. A Rick Dalton and, and Billy Cosby. <laughs> Mr. Cosby. William Cosby. William Cosby. Cosby. It's amazing he's still alive at this point. I mean, uh, yeah. you'd think the prison would kill him off real quick. Apparently he he uh he's no Jeffrey Epstein. He came here <laughs> like he couldn't see you commit suicide anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably just in there to see him innocent, you know? Of course, I would imagine people probably don't like Epstein as much in prison as they do Bill Co- at least Bill Cosby was a public figure for a long time there, but people are like, dude, it's the cause. <laughs> it was a good show. <laughs> It's hard to walk away from that. <laughs> see, just see. And I can see him just like, oh, yeah, I fat out, but you know, just <laughs> doing the voice. Like, he, when he left court, he did the, the fat Albert bit. Like, uh, what's the uh, shit? The line from Fat Albert? Hey, hey, hey. He did that shit, like, leaving court over that whole, like, oh, you clearly you're taking this serious, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, I guess at that point in his life too, he's like, I, I pretty much got away with it. Like, yeah, fucking, you know, I don't see what's the I've been doing this since the sixties. What's Always, the yeah, problem? Shit. People loved it. I put it on the album. <laughs> they were like, "Yeah, drugs on women. That's right." <laughs> it's funny too. Uh, uh, the uh, Eddie Murphy comedians and cars there. Him and Jerry. Yeah, talk about Cosby. Talk about Cosby because for them that was that was their hero. Like that's you know they went out yeah. and bought the, those albums, and he would call Bill Cosby and be like, you know, what can I do to be Bill funny? Cosby? You know? I remember in the Eddie Murphy uh, stand-up special, the hell he talking about? You don't just clean up your act, you know. <laughs> he did that to Richard Pryor too, but I got the impression Richard Pryor did not like Bill Cosby. No. <laughs> And he talks about that too with him and Richard. And, yeah. And he, people should have well, listened to Richard Pryor. Well, he had this friendship with both of them, and basically mm-hmm. he had to tell Bill Cosby that, you know, I'm, I'm going to hang out with Richard Pryor. Rich, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm going to go hang out with the guy that was born in a, well, raised in a brothel cool. and was honest about everything. <laughs> he may have been maybe not the greatest guy, but he wasn't Bill Cosby. <laughs> Neither one of them are real good to women, I guess. But yeah, <laughs> at least uh, at least one was honest. Yeah, yeah. R- Richard Pryor, like, oh shit, man. I'm gonna fuck you up. Like, I'm gonna fuck your whole life up <laughs> right here. <laughs> I don't I, even need to drug you. I love his special. You're gonna take drugs on your own. I love his special where he talks about one of his wives, which he was married what six times or something, yeah, what, twice yeah. to twice, the same woman, twice to the same woman, yeah. 
But like, uh, oh, I love Richard Pryor, but like, uh, and I believe that's the. Uh, I think that was the last one. He was that's the to. last one he married. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's the mother, I believe. Uh, yeah. Uh, What's her face? His anyway, daughter. but anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he and uh, I forgot what the name of the special is. I don't remember if it's live at the sunset or. But anyway, it uh, he talks about one of his li- wives was leaving him, and she was gonna take his car. And he's like, "I'm gonna do the Bill Cosby. <laughs> like, I can't, think, I can't get the Richard Pryor voice in my head. Damn it!" He's like, "You can leave, but you're not taking my car. You're le- you're taking off those hush puppies you're wearing." <laughs> you better get a coke on the now smile. I'm like, "Shut I'm, the fuck up!" I'm trying not to talk like Bill Cosby. <laughs> You know, you you don't even you're not leaving in my car. You you leave those hush puppies. But he, I mean, just the fact that he's in the movie about himself and he recreates yeah, uh, a scene. JoJo Dancer. Yeah, if you're not familiar with JoJo Dancer, <coughs> he sets himself on fire freebasing. Him, in real life, he sets himself on fire freebasing, and then recreates that <laughs> in a movie about his own life. He's on the ground looking for crystals, looking for crack rock, dude. He really did. He he was abused as a child too. He literally grew up in a brothel. Have you ever heard him? They told him uh, yeah. when he went to go make that movie. They told him they didn't, you know, didn't think it was a good idea. If he, you know, why would you want to play that role? You know, <laughs> and his fucking. He said, "If Babe Ruth can do it, I can do it." <laughs> Wait, yeah, I don't know if that that's a great example. example. That may not. And Babe Ruth, to be fair, Babe Ruth wasn't in a story. It wasn't in a movie about Babe Ruth. He was just in a movie where he played himself. It was a bad movie where he played himself. (laughs) Like, that's a long call. Like, that's a way back call. Even then, that was a long time before then. Then, Like, that was... But his bit, though, is just great, the way he describes shooting this car and, like, He's also a black guy in, I guess, the 70s at this point. Yeah. Is when he's shooting this car. 60s or 70s? 70s. And, you know, even now you get shot by a cop being a black guy. (laughs) This is the 70s. And he's out there. (laughs) Granted, I'm sure it's in a nice, rich neighborhood, and his neighbors probably know who he is. (laughs) I would hope. He was pretty big at the time. But like he goes into great detail about shooting the tires out, and he's he's like, I love the sound. He did the sound effect of the tire, like <laughs> he's like, it sounded awesome. So I shot another one. <laughs> then he's like, then I just, then I was like, then I, then I shot the engine, and the car was just like, fuck it, <laughs> dead honky. And then he's like, then the cop show up. <laughs> like, yeah, I wouldn't have fucked. He was a crazy guy. I wouldn't have fucked with Richard Pryor. He was. Yeah. And just, I mean, but you knew what you were getting with Richard Pryor. Yeah. Uh, Bill Cosby was the, that's what I mean, a fake guy fake all guy. around, just a liar. And just like, around. I get the impression by people talking to him even before it came out that he was uh, just horrible. The, like when you hear stories, especially from like Eddie Murphy mm-hmm. and and the, and those comedians mm-hmm. that came out about that time, you know, the, their stories are. He would call them. You know, Bill Cosby would call them and tell them. To dumb their act, not to dumb their, to clean their act up. Yeah, you know, to take out the cuss words, the swear words, make it more homely. 
What the fuck? <laughs> Knowing that now is the Would best you, part. Go clean your act up. We're talking then, about fucking women, you know. And then we'll go out to the club later, and I'll show you what the Spanish flag can do for you. You take, you bring scary spice with you, baby. But even Jerry, you know, is like, you know, being that close to him. Didn't that? Didn't it ever? Like, did you ever? And he's like, no. You know, you don't. Unless you're yeah. around him when he's doing yeah. his thing. It's like you just don't. It's not like you're you're going to do that stuff and go, like, tell everybody, like, dude, I just drugged the hottest chick you'll ever see. I fucked the shit out of her while she was catatonic. I, get, I, think, I think his point, though, is I committed a lot at of least times, six felonies A lot of times night. when celebrities do something mm-hmm. like that, though, or people in power, they often grab someone to go for that. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to go on this ride with me, basically. They'll grab a friend or something like somebody knows, and he was saying that that was the weird thing about Cosby was just until well, clearly some people didn't know. It, well, like, yeah, but what I mean is like he he had friends that I'm sure he was like I'm, you know X Y Z like this is going on. Well, so. he was bigger than big though. I mean, he was yep. at one time one of the richest people in the world. So when you get to that, you know you don't. <laughs> and that and that's that was the interesting part of that conversation with to me was even even eddie murphy was like some motherfuckers i knew that i probably still talk to you know they (laughs) they knew (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) but had they said anything they would have there goes their career whatever yeah or they're in a hole somewhere for him like early in his career too like you know, he references the Rick James thing and, and all that stuff. And he's like, you know, when I was that young, he was like, oh, I was young, dude. Like, I was like, okay, let's... Party with Drake, let's Rick James. do it. We're going to go do this. I, I, I could last to party all to, the time. For Eddie Murphy, he he thought it was going to be over tomorrow. Like, so yeah. you might as well just... Party I'm, all the I'm time. A black guy. Yeah, <laughs> party all the time. Like, this is... <laughs> Just like his girl wants to do. Dude, party yeah. all the time. She wants to party all the time. Party was, all the time. What movie was it we saw the trailer for where they were playing that at uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? One of the trailers. They were playing that song. I don't remember I don't what remember, it was. Yeah. It was just Dude. like, fuck yeah. That was like the mo- one of the most exciting parts for me. I don't remember what it was, though. I guess it was a period piece. It must have. It might have been the Will Smith movie. I wouldn't swear to it though. I don't think it was the Will Smith. Yeah, Will Smith movie. I'm not sure. I'm not sure which <sighs> movie it was. Because most, pretty much, yeah, all the previews we had were shit. But I just remember that song playing. I was like, yes, fucking Eddie Murphy, rocking it. Totally eighty style. I'm like, boo. That song should totally be just the soundtrack to Grand Theft Auto. And that's it. Just one station plays party all the time I guess we're good here I've had Rasputin stare at me enough tonight (laughs) as always that's a kid in a wheelchair not a trash can